Yo, what's up, everybody? Episode 146 of the How and Infinity Podcast, the podcast dedicated to everything sports and nerd culture. Like always, I'm your host, Jacob, and we got a fantastic episode lined up for you today, folks. On today's episode, we're going to start off a little different. We're going to give our reaction to the new Jordan Peele movie, Nope, and then we're going to give you our Comic-Con reactions. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Yes, 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 that time weekend, everybody. Episode 146 of the Howl Infinity Podcast, the podcast dedicated to everything sports and nerd culture. Like always, I'm your host, Jacob. First time listening to the podcast, welcome to the podcast. And if you're a returning listener, we're glad to have you back for another fantastic episode. Like always, follow the podcast on all our social media sites. Like us on Facebook at Howl Infinity Podcast. Follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at High Infinity Pod or follow me, the host, on my personal accounts, Twitter and Instagram at SoYamAsian. And if you did not get all that, hit the link tree link up in the bio of the podcast. That's our podcast, social media sites, and our podcast streaming platforms, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and the Anchor app. And last but not least, if you like what you hear, please leave your boy a five-star review on your preferred streaming platform. That will be greatly, greatly, greatly appreciated. So I hope everybody's doing good. I'm doing pretty well myself. Weekend was good and all that other kind of stuff. Nothing too eventful. Just went to the movies. So we're just going to hop right into things on this episode. This week, I wanted to try something different. We're going to talk about the movie Nope. The new Jordan Peele movie came out over the weekend. And I'm going to talk about spoilers. So if you're here for the Comic-Con stuff... I'll have it timestamped in the episode bio. And I tried to think, like, this is the first non-Marvel or DC movie I talked about. I always gave a segment to on the podcast in a long time. I tried to look it up when the last time it happened, but I got tired of looking. I was probably like 50 to 75 episodes deep. And I was like, yeah, it's been a minute since I talked about a non-Marvel or DC movie on the podcast. But like I said, saw Nope this past weekend, a nice crisp 10.45 a.m. showtime. I like to get in and get out. What can I say? And I was the only one in the theater. So my experience was probably a little different from a lot of other people's experience when they saw the movie. But general thoughts on Nope. For the most part, I liked it. I'm not the biggest horror movie guy. Like it takes a lot for me to go see a horror movie, especially in theaters. I want to say like the last horror movie I saw in theaters is probably like, I think it was last year, A Quiet Place Part 2. If you want to count that as horror, um, same with Nope. To me, it was more like a thriller than a horror movie. Was it the best thing ever? No. I personally thought Us was better. But there are some things I liked about Nope. I like the premise. The movie is about UFOs, if you couldn't catch it. Like, the main plot of them was trying to, like, get the money shot of a UFO so they can, you know, make a lot of money. And... I was reading theories like basically Note was kind of like, or one of the themes of Note was kind of like the lengths people will go for fame and fortune. In this case, try to snap a shot of a UFO that can kill you if you look up at it. And also what I liked about this movie is, or leading up to the movie, they did, they did a good job not revealing too much in the trailers. A lot of movies do that nowadays. Like a week before the movie, most of us was like, 
what the hell is this movie even about? Then they revealed it was like, oh, UFOs? Cool. And I thought the cast was good as well. You have Daniel, I'm going to butcher this man's last name, Kavuya. He was basically, he was in Get Out and he was in Black Panther. You have Steven Yun, most known for being Glenn on The Walking Dead. You had Kiki Palmer. She was definitely the standout character in this movie. She was great in this movie. And her and Daniel's character, they were brother and sister. And they owned a horse ranch. Basically, like if uh, if people needed horses for a commercial TV show or movie, they would call their ranch and they would provide the horses for that project. And they took the business over after their dad was killed by a falling nickel from the sky. Some of y'all are like, a nickel? Even some folks online are like, how can a nickel kill you? Like, y'all know if a nickel falls from a great distance, like, let's say 500 to 1,000 feet, that nickel is basically a bullet and can kill you, as you saw in the movie, if you saw it. But basically, they started noticing, like, random power outages and, like, their horses starting to disappear and stuff. And, they're, you know, they try to see what it what's it about. It turns out, you know, UFOs has been doing it, or a UFO has been doing it. And what I got out of the movie... It looks like the UFO, because we think about it, you think UFO is just a spaceship, then the aliens are going to come out of it, then that's what's really killing people. That's what I thought of going into the movie, but it turns out the UFO is like this monster, not just a spaceship. So it hunts down living things and eats them and spits out what it can eat. That's why it was spitting out all the objects it can't eat, like the nickel that killed their dad, like keys, just, you know, random stuff. No, a non human meat or human slash animal meat it was spit out anyway some people thought the movie was confusing mainly like the monkey subplot if you haven't seen it and you're still listening to this uh portion of the podcast basically uh steven young's character he was a child star back in the day and the show he was on they had a live monkey as like the part of the show and basically the monkey went crazy attacked everybody attacked the cast and made killed another person and basically he uses that to push his like theme park business to get more money out of it. Also, another theme in this movie is how like people exploit traumatic experiences for fame and fortune. And we see some of that, you know, today's social media. Lastly, to me, I thought the last 30 minutes was the best part of the movie. They really cranked up the action. I just love like the whole cat and mouse game that uh one of the main characters was playing with the UFO. A couple gripes about the movie. I thought it dragged at certain points. The movie was a little over two hours long. It easily could have cut out like 10 to 15 minutes in the movie and would have been a lot better in my personal opinion. Also, I wish it had a, just a little bit more action. Like show us the UFO just a little earlier. Like I, I did like the, not the ambiguity of it, the mysteriousness of it. Like, oh my God, like what's that in the sky? And like you saw like, you saw like a, you saw from far away then once they really showed it, he was like, damn, that's a big-ass UFO. But all in all, I thought Nope was good for the most part. I may rewatch it, I don't know, on Blu-ray or whenever it's on a streaming service. Just wanted to give my quick reaction to it because I thought it would be cool to start off the podcast on a different note. And I saw a lot of people was going to see it on social media as well. So, you know, some people want to say, hey, I wonder if Jacob going to see it and what's his reactions to it. So there, something different to start the podcast off with. And with that being said... Let's get down to business. So Comic-Con went down this past weekend. There are tons of Comic-Cons all over the world. There's New York Comic-Con, uh, 
There's one in Atlanta, Atlanta Comic Con. Those are the two more popular ones. Then there's one in Arizona as well. But the big one is in San Diego, California. Still on my bucket list for me. Maybe one day I'll make it to Comic Con. Anyways, this was the first time they had fans back in attendance since 2019. And a lot of good stuff was announced. Just going to go over some of them right quick before we get to the big stuff. First up, John Wick 4. They showed the trailer for the newest John Wick movie. Me personally, I like the John Wick movies. They're very good. And I talked about John Wick 3 way back in the early podcast days, like episode 5 or 6 or something like that. But yeah, the trailer looked cool to me. Can't wait to see it. It comes out March 2023. Also, DC was there at Comic-Con as well. And they showed two movies. The first one, Black Adam. They showed the first trailer for it a couple months ago. Looked good to me. But this was like the first time they promoted it at a big event to hype it up. And The Rock was there in full Black Adam gear from what I saw on Twitter. I wonder why they don't stream these panels. Maybe they do. I haven't found a good link for it, but I don't know. Anyways, it was good to see him embracing the role, which he'd been doing for like the past two or three years when everybody wanted him to play Black Adam. So we just got to see if this movie will hold up later on in theaters when it comes out in October. Then we got a nice little surprise. We got the sequel to Shazam or a trailer for it. Shazam Fury of the Gods. The first Shazam movie was good. I liked it. Really thought it was good. It was actually on TV over the weekend too. And I sat down and watched it. But the trailer for the second movie does look interesting. We're going to see a lot more of the Shazam family in action like we saw at the end of the first movie. And this movie actually comes out in December because I remember they announced it's coming out in April. But I guess they pushed it up. And with Black Adam and Shazam coming out just a couple months apart, hopefully it leads to Black Adam showing up in a post credit scene for Shazam 2. It's only right. But now, what had everybody at Comic-Con talking? The Marvel panel. So Marvel took the stage at Comic-Con in the prime time slot, about 8 o'clock Eastern time, my time, about 5 o'clock West Coast time. And they showed out. We are now in the multiverse saga. Everyone was calling it a multiverse saga. Now it's officially called a multiverse saga. They announced so much stuff. And I'm pretty excited about most of it except like two things. But before we get into that, some stuff that wasn't announced that I personally wanted to see at Comic-Con. No announcement for Moon Knight Season 2 or Hawkeye Season 2 or Shang-Chi 2. But I did see Marvel had a lot of empty like dates lined up so hopefully those projects fall on those dates so let's get to the stuff that was announced easiest way to do this is just do it in order of release first up in a shocking twist the last movie of phase four black panther wakanda forever when kevin feige said that this was the last movie in phase four everybody was like huh because everybody thought phase four would end next year after those batch of movies and tv shows come out and that was just the beginning of a lot of surprises in this panel but the talk of Comic-Con was definitely the Black Panther trailer. Now that we know Phase 4 is ending with Black Panther, a lot of people, especially after Thor, Love, and Thunder came out a couple weeks ago, they were like, dang, man, Phase 4 ain't been good when you think about it. I brought it up last week. Granted, while Phase 4 has like good individual projects, as a whole, Phase 4 just had no sense of direction. It's kind of like when you listen to an album, an album has like, you know, it has great songs on it, but it just don't flow like a, like a good album should, if you know what I mean. 
Like phase four didn't lead up to anything big in the grand scheme of things. And phase four is mainly just like a reset, you know, because after Endgame, you know, we got to reintroduce some characters and all that other kind of stuff. And also phase four didn't have like no climactic ending where everybody teams up and fights the big bad guy like we did in the past phases. But while Black Panther 2 can't really help with that, Lord have mercy, that Black Panther 2 trailer was, I'm describing it as an experience. There is so much to talk about on this episode, but I'm going to try to hit all the key points of the Black Panther 2 trailer. We already know what we are about to see in Black Panther 2 will be drastically different than what we were supposed to see originally. We all know plans changed after the sad passing of Chadwick Boseman, and a lot of people were curious how this Black Panther movie will look, you know, without the main character. And to me, Marvel, Ryan Coogler, the director, the cast, they delivered for me with this trailer. This is one of the best Marvel trailers they ever put out. A wide range of emotions going on in this trailer. And some of the talking points in this trailer, first off, it looks like T'Challa did pass away. Like they did write him off. Don't know if they're, they're, they're going to explain what happened to me. I don't think we really need to know. Just just say, hey, you know, he passed away sadly. It's time to, you know, rebuild and honor his legacy and memory and all that stuff. Like they did have like a, a, a funeral ceremony. They had a mural of him in Wakanda. And it looks like it's going to be a team effort in this movie. We're going to see a lot of supporting characters from the first movie in this movie, but in bigger roles. You got Shuri, his sister, Nakia, his love interest in the first movie, and Baku. He was the dude uh, T'Challa fought when he became Black Panther the very first time. He was the, like the leader of that like wolf pack, gorilla pack. I can't remember the tribe pack that that his uh, that his uh, tribe is a part of. And you have Okoye, the leader of the Dora Milaje as well. I think those four will lead the pack in this movie. Also, we get the introduction of Riri Williams, a.k.a. Ironheart, in this movie as well. And we saw the villain in the movie, Namor, the king of Atlantis. And it looks like he's leading an invasion on Wakanda. So I think the part of this movie is kind of like Namor realizing Wakanda is kingless. And this is his chance to take over. And we end the trailer with someone in the Black Panther suit. More than likely, it may be Shuri. Hell, I heard theories it may be Killmonger. And if it's like that, man, I can't, man. That'll be a sight to see if Killmonger is back in this movie. But anyways, we got to wait till November to see Black Panther Wakanda forever. Now, kicking off Phase 5. First movie, Phase 5, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Mania, Coming out February 2023. You all know I love the Ant-Man movies. Ant-Man and the Wasp is one of my favorites. And I'm excited about Ant-Man 3. The biggest talking point. Of this movie is the debut of the new big bad guy in the MCU, Kane the Conqueror. I'll get into more details on who he is a little later on. But he's being played by Jonathan Majors from Lovecraft Country. A very good show from what I heard. And people was highly pissed off when HBO canceled that show. But of course, you know, we saw Kang at the end of Loki. And I think we're going to see Kang a lot in the next couple phases. I say at least five projects we're going to see Kang in. But... First time we'll see him is in Ant-Man 3. Next up is Secret Invasion coming out spring 2023. No release date just yet. And this will be a Disney Plus show. 
Not a lot is known about this show. Basically, the premise is that Nick Fury will be the star of the show and it'll be revealed that a lot of the characters in these movies and TV shows in the past were secretly scrolls. After Secret Invasion, May 2023, we get Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. It's been a long time coming for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. It was supposed to come out, I think, 2021. If uh, everything went according to plan, but things don't go according to plan. And they showed a five second clip on Twitter for this movie. Not too much is known about this movie. All we know is that we'll see Rocket Raccoon's backstory and the villain Adam Warlock will be in this movie. Introduced to the post credit scene of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. After Guardians of the Galaxy 3, it's Echo. Summer 2023, no date yet. We saw Echo and Hawkeye. And we heard the news about her getting her show after Hawkeye ended. So I'm curious to see how long after Hawkeye will this show take place and who will show up in that show as well. After Echo, summer 2023 as well. No release date. Low key season two. The first Disney Plus show to get a second season. And they started filming about a month ago from what I saw online. Like Ant-Man 3, Kang should appear in this show as well. Of course, you know, we saw the statue of Kang at the end of season one. After Loki season two, in July 2023, we get the Marvels. Like I said last week, I'm very excited about the Marvels. I think Kamala and Photon will be great additions to the movie. Can't wait to see how the bangles from Miss Marvel will play into the show and possibly have a connection to the Ten Rings as well. After the Marvels in fall 2023, we get Ironheart. The show starring Riri Williams in the title role. Also curious how will Tony Stark be tied into all of this since, you know, in this telling, he passed away. Next up, November 2023, we get Blade, finally. Mahershala Ali is the title character in this movie. We heard his voice in the Eternals post credit scene, if you did see that movie. <laughs> so we may see Black Knight or Dane Whitman in this movie as well as a cameo or in a small role. Same thing. With a lot of these movies, not too much is known at the moment. But it's rumored that Marvel is trying to get the actor that played Homelander in The Boys to be the villain in this movie. That will be a big get. After Blade coming out winter 2023-2024, so December or January, we'll get Agatha, Coven of Chaos. It, you know, stars Agatha Harkness from WandaVision. Possible Scarlet Witch cameo as well. Moving on after that, Spring 2024. We get Daredevil, Born Again, that boy Double D is back. The show that kind of started, or kind of sort of started off the MCU from a show perspective. And this show is not going to have six episodes. Not going to have nine episodes. Show's going to have 18 episodes. I know we wanted more episodes from these Disney Plus shows, but I was not expecting 18 damn episodes. So I assume this will be a hard reset on the Daredevil character. But with 18 episodes... You can introduce a lot of characters. I think Kingpin's going to be in the show. They got to get Bullseye back and Elektra. Also, we'll see Daredevil in the She-Hulk show coming out in August. Now moving on to the summer of 2024, May 2024. We're getting Captain America New World Order with Sam Wilson as Captain America. And this movie made the news a few weeks ago because they announced a director for the movie. And I, myself, I like Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I know that show's low on the list when it comes to Disney Plus shows and Marvel, but I, I liked it a lot. And I can't wait to see how this Captain America movie will play out. 
wondering who the villain would be. Pretty sure they're going to adapt the story around how people don't want Sam as Captain America. Sadly, we saw that going around Twitter a couple weeks ago. Also, would a boy Bucky Barnes be in this movie as well? I think he would be in this movie and in the post credit scene. We see him being recruited for another team, which leads us to the next movie, July 2024, The Thunderbolt. Who are the Thunderbolts, you may ask? The easiest explanation is that the Thunderbolts, they're basically Marvel Suicide Squad. Some tellings they were renamed as the Dark Avengers, basically a team full of villains or anti-heroes. And this movie has been rumored for a long time now, ever since we saw Val. She was in a Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And she made John Walker, um, uh, what's his name, U.S. agent. And after that, she recruited Yoena in Black Widow. People thought she was forming the Thunderbolts by, you know, those things happening. So, who will be in the MCU version of the Thunderbolts? I think they should keep the lineup to six to seven people. Don't want too many people. I say the Thunderbolts in the MCU should be Yoena from Black Widow slash Hawkeye. You need some muscle, so Abomination from uh, the Incredible Hulk movie. think Taskmaster will be a good fit. Uh, Zemo will be a good fit. Ghost, U.S. Agent, so that's six or one more. How about that boy Buck Nasty? How about the Winter Soldier? I think he'll be a good addition as well. Also, with Deadpool coming down the line, or the Punisher, those two will be great additions as well. So, yeah, six to seven people. You can put in those people I just named, switch a few of them out with Daredevil or Punisher. I think it'll be a good movie. And after they announced the Thunderbolts, I was like, okay, Marvel's done announcing stuff, so I just stopped keeping up with it. I was like, okay, Phase 5 looks good. Can't wait to see these movies. And like an hour later, got back on Twitter. I was like, huh? They announced Phase 6 as well, but only three projects at the moment. So November 2024, kicking off Phase 6. We get the Fantastic Four. Finally, we get them in the MCU after three, well, one okay movie and two terrible movies. The Fantastic Four finally coming home. Not too much is known about this movie at the moment. There have been rumors flying around online that someone in the Fantastic Four will be introduced in the She-Hulk show. We kind of, sort of, were introduced to, well, if you want to count it, we were introduced to Mr. Fantastic in the Doctor Strange movie, so it's either going to be Susan Storm, the Human Torch, please, let, let Chris Evans be the Human Torch, damn it, Marvel, or, uh, what's the name, Ben Grimm, the Thing, one of those three will be introduced in the She-Hulk show, from what I've been hearing on the rumor mill. Also, another exciting thing about the Fantastic Four movie, Doctor Doom is finally coming to the MCU, and to top it off, Kang might show up in this movie as well because he has ties to the Fantastic Four because Kang's real name is Nathaniel Richards, a far, 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 far off distant relative of Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic. And speaking of Kang, Marvel announced not one, but two Avenger movies coming out in the same year. You got Avengers, the Kang Dynasty, coming out May 2025, and Avengers Secret Wars, coming out November 2026. Lord have mercy on my soul. So Avengers, the Kang Dynasty, judging by the title, 
Kang will be the star of this movie, like how Thanos was a star in Infinity War. We're probably going to go over the history of Kang and all his variants throughout the multiverse and see the Avengers fight Kang and probably lose because I looked it up. Uh, this this uh, this title, Kang Dynasty, is the same name of a comic where Kang takes over the world. And that movie should lead into Secret Wars. And all I got to say about Secret Wars is buckle up. Secret Wars is basically Battle of the Universes. And there are two tellings of Secret Wars. One of them is in the 80s and the other one's in the mid-2000, not mid-2000, mid-2010s, like 2015-ish. And more than likely, this will adapt to one from the mid-2010s because Dr. Doom plays a big role in that one. And this movie needs to have everybody, damn it. Avengers, Fantastic Four, X-Men, hell, bring back the old folks. Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man, Chris Evans is Captain America, and the Human Torch, damn it, multiverse, is possible now. Uh, bring back Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow. Bring back Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, everybody, damn it. Like, if done right, Secret Wars can't be bigger than Endgame. But that was all the stuff Marvel announced at Comic-Con last Saturday. And I'm going to try to do the impossible and rank the five projects I'm excited about the most from this Comic-Con announcement. It's hard because I'm excited about damn near... The entire list except maybe Echo and uh, the Agatha show. Not saying it's going to be trash. It's just, you know, uh. anyways, the five projects I'm excited about the most after this Comic-Con announcement. Number five, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. I know you're saying, Jacob, you said the trailer was an experience. Why is only number five? Well, my friends, the reason why... Wakanda Forever is only number five on the list because we don't got to wait that long. Comes out in like three to four months. Next up, number four, I'm going to go with Blade. I grew up watching the Blade movies. I remember seeing Blade 1 as a kid for the very first time. Scared the shit out of me. I remember my mom taking us to see Blade 2 in theaters. And I remember seeing Blade 3 and not liking it. Well, always a big Blade guy growing up. And now it's cool to see Blade to get... A more updated treatment. And plus Blade has to be rated R. Like we want to see vampires getting their heads chopped off. In the MCU damn it. And with you know. Think Deadpool and Logan. Which just added to Disney plus. You know two rated R movies. Or three if you count the Deadpool. Both Deadpool movies. So three rated R movies. Made it to Disney plus. So it's possible that Blade will be rated R. I think it get passed. With a PG-13 rating, but to me, you want the full experience, make it rated R. Number three on the list, I'll go with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. This has been number one on my list for a very long time. I say the past, I say the past one to two years, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 has been the movie I've been wanting to see for the longest in the MCU. Because Guardians of the Galaxy is probably my favorite. Uh, Y'all know, I think I said uh, Gar- the first Guardians of the Galaxy is my favorite MCU movie overall and it's one of my favorite series in the MCU so finally get that closure with this team and seeing Rocket Raccoon's backstory finally see Adam Warlock number three on the list Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 number two on the list a Marvel product I'm excited to see the Thunderbolts I'm just ready to see like the possible personalities in this group and how would it gel off each other can't wait to see Yelena argue with U.S. Agent can't wait to see Bucky argue with U.S. Agent 
Can't wait to see Abomination back on the screen. Can't wait to see Ghost back on the screen. Very excited about the Thunderbolts. And number one, the Marvel project I'm excited about the most. Y'all already know what it is. Both Avenger projects, Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. That right there you know, just speaks for itself. So all in all, Marvel showed up and showed out this weekend. And now we have a clearer picture on how the MCU will unfold in the future. Thank you for listening to another episode of the podcast. I greatly appreciate you for taking time out of your very busy day to give this podcast a listen. Thank you for all the likes, retweets, shares, subscribes, and any other way you support the podcast. It truly means a lot to me. Like I say, I will not be here without you, the listener, and I thank you for that. So take care, be safe, and I will see y'all next time.